Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, the restaurant industry, I mean, it's a tough go at the best of times. Right? Restaurants come and go. Some restaurants succeed, some fail. And, you know, you would hope that that's on the merits. A good restaurant's going to succeed. A crappy restaurant's going to fail. But a lot of it's luck. Where you happen to be, what happens to be trendy, uh, all kinds of different factors go in. Right now, I mean, you look at what's going on with the minimum wage in Alberta, Ontario, and elsewhere. You know, Alberta's had a rough couple of years in the economy, bringing in new labor laws and carbon taxes. So it just adds to the uncertainty. Sure, there are new restaurants starting up, trying to make a go of it, but a lot are, are shutting their doors. They, they just can't make a go of it anymore. So with all of that as a backdrop, there's a pretty major shakeup happening in the restaurant industry, and this concerns some pretty big names, some of the heavy hitters. The keg. I'm sure that uh, most of you are familiar with the keg, but probably enjoyed a steak at the keg at some point. The keg's been around for a very long time, and in terms of you know brands, that's a pretty strong one. Because I think right away you associate exactly what the keg wants you to associate with that brand. A nice setting, a good steak, a good meal. A little bit upscale, not, not out of reach, but, uh, but a nice restaurant. And they've really been able to cash in on that. The cake has done very well, and it's bucked a lot of trends in the restaurant industry. Well, the last few years have uh, seen a bit of a downturn. So in a fairly colossal deal, at least in the restaurant industry, Kara Operation Limited, which owns some pretty big names in the restaurant industry, Swiss Chalet, Milestones, Montana's, Kelsey's, Harvey's, it's a pretty long list. And now you can add the keg to that list, $200 million. Kara Operations is splashing out to buy up the keg. So what does it mean for these companies? What does it mean for you, the restaurant consumer? Joining us on the line is Marina Strauss, retail reporter with The Globe and Mail, theglobeandmail.com. Marina, welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? Really good. So this is a really interesting story. I mean, uh, you know, the keg is is a pretty well-known, successful uh, restaurant brand. And I, I guess that's what's made it so appealing to this this company, Kara Operations. That's right. I mean, Kara, many people don't know the name Kara, but they do know the name of the restaurant chains that Kara owns. And they're, they're names like Harvey's like Swiss Chalet, Milestones, Burgers, Priest, New York Fries, lots of, um, uh, lots of chains, and it's looking to consolidate. And so this is a situation where um, a generally mid-market um, restaurant owner is buying a more upscale brand, and mm-hmm. that's the keg. And the keg is a steakhouse, it's premium, 
and um, and Kara probably wants to learn a little from from the keg because uh, it's done pretty well. Um, it's actually outperformed Kara's uh, uh, restaurant chains overall, and so I think it's a very interesting marriage. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it it really is. I mean, there's there's some overlap here because. Uh, the the company that that Kara is buying the keg from that that same company owns a stake in Kara Operations. Yeah, well, there is some overlap and not much. I mean, as I said, most of of Kara's chains are mid market. It does have a few um, more upscale chains. Milestones, for example, and Beer Market. And uh, they plan to form one division under the operators of the keg so that they can get a boost and some lessons from the keg. Because as I said, the keg is is really one of the the outperformers in in the restaurant um, industry. And, And Rob, I can tell you that the restaurant industry has not had that easy a time of it. Um, we are going to restaurants, sit-down restaurants, as opposed to fast-food restaurants, less frequently. Um, we're a little more uh, money-conscious. We, we have more debt. And there are more options now, including deliveries, mm-hmm. Uber Eats and those type of of, um, of options, and we're ordering more and doing more takeout. So restaurants have been feeling some some pressure. Uh, it hasn't been an easy go. And so um, I think Kara can take some lessons from the keg um, and, and best practices. It's, uh, it, it's very good at, at its guest service. It's very good at focusing at what it does best, and that's steakhouse and bar and it seems to be stealing away market share and business from its competitors so um Kara can can take lessons and um i think it's looking to um to boost its own sales and and traffic number of of customers coming um from from using the the knowledge um of the operators of keg so that makes it from a business standpoint a very interesting um takeover they call it a merger it is it is one company buying another um but um the keg also can can find some opportunities in this takeover i mean the keg is mostly in canada about 100 of its uh restaurants are in canada and about Ten of them are in the, the United States today, and um, I think it's hoping by by teaming up with a bigger player with um, with deep pockets to start expanding more rapidly and deeply into the United States. Um, it it's now more centered in one area um, of the states, Phoenix and Dallas uh, area. And um, I think we're going to see um, this Canadian brand look for uh, for ways to add more restaurants in the United States. Right. Yeah, I think the Canadians, you know what you're getting with the keg. And it's interesting, as you point out in your story, that, you know, other competitors in that sort of premium, premium casual uh, realm of, you know, tried to evolve and tried to be more things to more people. But the, the keg has really stayed true to what it is. It's It's a steakhouse. Rob, I think you've you've hit it on the nail. Um, it's uh, it's 
stuck to to what it does best. It's sticking to its knitting, and and people know uh, what it will get at at the stake at, at the steakhouse, and um, and and it's very good at that. It's dependable, and, and so. Uh, Certainly expanding in the United States is very tough. Um, Many retailers in Canada have tried and failed. But in this situation, even though the brand, the keg, may not be that familiar to consumers in America, um, certainly the concept of an upscale steakhouse is not that difficult to, to market to, to a new region. And that's why I think the analysts, the consultants who have looked at this have, have thought there's, there's a good chance that under, with good execution and, um, and a good marketing plan, there is a, a pretty good chance that it will be able to expand in the United States. And now it will have uh, more capital to, to do that. Uh, there will be a lot of interest in watching that. Well, and, you know, as they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So presumably, Kara does not intend to to tinker with what's working. I think maybe people who love the keg might be worried that, oh, God, what are you guys going to do to it? Are you guys going to change it? Do you think they're going to leave it as it is? Well, um, I'm sure many consumers do hope it stays as is. Uh, The company is saying it will. It's business as usual. It's buying it because it likes it. Now, in the past, there's been takeovers where the the, 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 the buyers have said, we love it the way it is. We won't change it. And they've gone ahead and changed things. Um, that happened with the takeover of Tim Hortons a few years ago. Um, but in this case, um, there seems to be, um, uh, there seems to be a commitment to, to leaving things as they are. Um, partly because they're keeping David Eisenstadt, the current CEO, chief executive of KEG, as as the head of, of KEG. And not only that, they're giving him more responsibilities for a whole division they're setting up within uh, CARA now uh, that will overlook some of the more upscale chains within CARA, such as milestones and, and beer market. So that will be interesting and and gives consumers um, some some confidence that um, that they're looking to um, to continue on with the keg strategy and expand on it. Very interesting. More details as mentioned at theglobeandmail.com. Marina, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Rob. All right, Marina Strauss uh, covers the retail sector for the Globe and Mail, so pretty big deal in the restaurant industry. You people texting to say, please do not change anything with the keg. I guess it remains to be seen, but it would seem to me to be pretty stupid to spend all of that money to buy a successful restaurant that was successful for a reason, uh, and then you go and change everything. And everybody hates it, and now all of a sudden that restaurant that you bought that was doing very well is doing terribly. And you just waste the $200 million. Presumably, the people who are making those decisions are smarter than that, but that's not always the case. I guess we'll have to wait and see. 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.